What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of the What the Fanboy Show. Yeah, Luke, we're live. Oh, fantasy football team, uh, Nakua Matata. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Do it that what you will. Uh, with me, as oh. always, here in the middle, offering some balance to the extremes that are Luke and I, Tyler Davis. Uh, over on that end. I Luke. need people to start changing their names of their fantasy teams. If they have Travis Kelsey, they need a Taylor Swift pun instead. Mm, yes. Oh, here's your uh, um, jersey sales update. Kelsey jerseys have surged by 400% today. <laughs> wow. I'm waiting for the uh, viewership numbers of oh, dude. Fox. Right, right. Mm. Also, <laughs> Three how strange PM. that it's like the one of the few Chiefs games that's actually on Fox, too. Because yeah. <laughs> usually it's CBS. Because we were on CBS, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, Sunday Night Football is the Chiefs' next game. So you know that people are just going to... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Non-football fans are going to be tuning in just in case. Who do they play? The Jets. Oh. <laughs> yes! Dang! <laughs> it's going to be a massacre. Wow. Wow. I don't wow. think Patrick Mahomes has ever played against Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yep. That was one of the things going into fact. the season. That's a fun little nugget. That I didn't know is. that. That's um, cool. Rodgers was hurt, so Love played. Mahomes might have been hurt, so Aaron didn't play him. Yeah, because he played uh, Matt Castle. No. No, never. Know. Don't say that. It was the year they won. It was the Super Bowl because it was right after his knee injury, where he dislocated his patella. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that might have been the only two times they've met. And then this year they're like, Patrick Mahomes can play Aaron Rodgers when he's on the Jets. And then Aaron Rodgers only played plays. for about three minutes. <laughs> I think it was like four plays or the fifth play or something is when he did it. Over in the four chat, plays, yeah. Baroque says Aaron just keeps dodging Patrick. And yeah. then Game Lord says, my fantasy name would just be, I'm feeling 22, because that's about how many points I score each week. <laughs> it's a little long, but I like it. <laughs> um, thank you for those of you in the chat. Like, Thank you for being here. You get to experience something that our audio listeners, I implore you to find the YouTube, go to YouTube and find this this week. Episode because Luke is rocking. Oh yeah, a great mustache. Travis Kelsey stash. Is it great? It is. I'm loving it. Should I keep it? Yes. Should I show do. up to work on Friday and be like, absolutely, okay, 100. percent I'll try it and see if anybody even notices. I don't talk <laughs> to people at work usually. No. Oh well. I just sit in my cubicle. Do my job. That's very considerate of you. Um, well, we are here to talk about a few things today, but to lead us off, we got to talk about a couple new trailers, um, that dropped this week. I've only got two listed. I'm not sure if you guys have more that I missed, but, uh, the first one being Percy Jackson, Percy Jackson, <laughs> and the, Percy Jackson and the Olympies, uh, Percy I'm, Jackson and the Olympians. I'll see that one. I, I was going to say, I want that one. <laughs> I'll watch that one. I'm resubscribing to the the no ad version of Disney Plus. The Mouse Percy Jaxie and the the Olympies, <laughs> and then the Olympies. Yeah, Olympies. Yeah. So this is the uh, the Disney Plus show. Um, what do you guys think? I'll go first. I didn't watch it. I just listened to you guys watch it, and no thanks. I'm done. I think it it looks better <laughs> than what the movie was. Um, but 
that being said, it doesn't look really a whole lot different either. It feels like the, it looks more of like the age yeah. that I think it was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, it feels it just, even even more YA than yes, yes. The, the the two films did. My name's Porcy. I'm being bullied. I think that that's a double-edged sword and that you can have a great opportunity to expand on those characters outside of a film um, that doesn't have to kind of like try and keep a adult's attention at the same time. If you don't have like a class child actors, you're going to get real tired of them after episode like three or four. You're like, can this just be dumb already? Like they're not that I don't, I don't know if these actors are good or not. Like the, the trailer didn't give me like a sense of, Ooh, they're they're bad or yeah. or it, wow, like these guys are incredible. Isn't the kid the kid from that Brian Reynolds the movie? Adam project? Yeah, it's possible. I probably. think it's that kid. He was pretty good in that movie. He's really good at playing Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, if he's got the range, I think he could he could carry it. I will say, like visually, it looks it looks pretty good for yeah, a Disney bad. Plus show. Um, I think they've gotten better at figuring out how to make things look good at least in trailers yeah um because i kind of felt like burned on burns maybe not the right word but i felt like something like willow like the trailers made that show look better than it was yeah and and i'm not talking i mean i'm talking specific specific visually right like it's like they really did this like they this is, this kind of has like an epic like sense of scale and feel and it's like oh nope it's just all editing it's just it's how it's cut and the shots they chose. There's and... some really talented trailer makers out there. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing with this show and shows like it, like Willow, um, is this isn't young enough for kids, kids, and it's not old enough for like eighteen to twenty five. Yeah, and so like. Like, the people who read those books as kids are now 18 to 25. And so, like, I don't think it finds the sweet spot well enough in terms of, like, the age of its actors, mm-hmm. nor its tone. Like, I think its tone matches the 18 to 25, and the actors and, and cast match the 12 to 15 range. And you're just like, I don't know. I don't know how it will do. Do they read this in schools? I don't think so. Not in schools, but I'm sure it's a popular. I'm sure it's a. I'm sure it's a popular book in schools. Oh yeah, and he's still writing tons of stuff. I mean, he's got a bunch of books coming out every year. I mean, he's still popular. Yeah, you know, like it's just I don't know. It's there's definitely an interesting middle ground that I don't think is being tapped into with this, and I don't know how they'll how it'll do, and we'll never know because they don't share numbers. Yeah. True story. <laughs> uh, so this was a sideways thumb for me. Yeah. At the I'm end of the day, it was, it was non-impressionable. <laughs> um, the other trailer I have written down here, I think I'm the only one who kind of keeps up with Rick and Morty, but it's the new season of Rick and Morty. Uh, this will be the first season where uh, Justin Roiland is not part of the cast. Um, and it features the new actors, uh, voice actors in the trailer. And they're really good. Honestly, I don't think I would have noticed had if they just didn't say if they didn't say anything. Like they couldn't. Like that's such a big part of the story that you can't get away with that. But at the same time, like wow, Rick sounds like Rick. Morty sounds like Morty. They didn't um, announce who they were either, which I think Mm -mm. which I think is cool. Yeah, it's kind of a neat little. (laughs) I I think that's awesome. 
be a be a fun little surprise. Yeah. Um, but it's it you know it looks like another season of Rick and Morty. I think maybe one of the worst. This is gonna sound worse than it is, but I think one of the worst things that could happen for that show was that it got like a seven season extension. <laughs> like I, I think that show lives its best life when it's like this could be the last season. Mm. And we're we just gonna like and now they're you know, it just it feels a little more formulaic and that said, the last season was still good. I en- I've I enjoyed it and um I enjoy a lot of other Dan Harmon stuff, so didn't he just release another show like Crapopolis? Hey, we'll talk about that later. I watched okay. the first two episodes of that, so yeah, yeah. But Rick and Morty, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a thumbs up. It kept my, it it, it didn't look bad, um, and the voice actors are are obviously talented and still sound like the characters. So I think every time a new, mature, terribly animated. <laughs> In my opinion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show comes out, I th- I die a little bit inside yeah. every time. Which <laughs> is just the same thing to me. I watch like I watch a trailer for Crapopolis, watching football. I'm just like, wow, we're breaking zero ground with this. You're not wrong. <sighs> You're not but, wrong. And I, you know, I. That's what I was worried about with Harley Quinn. Mm, but then yeah. they like made it a narrative. Yeah, which was nice. And then I haven't watched season three or four, but you know, <laughs> I'm watching other stuff. Geez. Yeah, the other one I'm I'm thinking of that I really liked it was actually a Netflix show. Um, it was still fairly no. I think Disenchantment stro- like fell into that pretty quick. Actually, it was uh, the conspiracy one. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, Con- I can't remember what it was called. Conspiracy Inc. or something. Something Inc. That does sound right. Cognito Inc. was the corporation that they worked for. Netflix. Um, uh, crappy animated. No, it's um, <laughs> He started to. <laughs> uh, is it Dan Harmon on there too? I don't think it's Dan Harmon. Oh, what was it called? Netflix animated, animated conspiracy show. show. <laughs> Inside <laughs> job. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, no yeah, ink. Yeah. yeah. So. <clears throat> And not that Inside Job didn't... I mean, again, they all f- fall into a somewhat predictable formulaic pattern. But that one... That one was... It was fun because it was conspiracy theories and it was... I don't know. It just... It Those are didn't fun to take itself too seriously. Yeah. And... Yeah. But... Um, more trailers, just yeah. in case. Maybe you... I haven't watched either one, but maybe you've seen them. Maybe we saw them. There was a new Hunger Games trailer, I guess. Oh. Anybody watch it? Nope. Sure okay. We'll I saw that on. it was out. If but... I did, I didn't realize it was a new <laughs> version. <laughs> you know, that That's that fair. probably makes sense. At this point, I think there's been enough of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dream Scenario. It's a new A24 movie with this Nicolas is, Cage. Oh, that's say, the this, Nick Cage one. This does look cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched it. It yeah. looks yeah. insane. It looks, it's that end of the A24 spectrum. It's yep. like insanity. Insanity. So, demon at the end. Uh, uh, probably. <laughs> probably. Demon or like talking animal. <laughs> well, if a talking animal shows up in an A24 movie, it goes without saying it's a demonic animal. It's a demon, right? Like, it's a demon. Why else would it talk? <laughs> it's not Narnia. Does the thing in Lamb talk? Does the lamb in Lamb talk? Hmm, that's like, a good question. I want more chicken nuggets. If it ever said anything, the most it would have... I don't think so. Maybe like a mama. 
type of thing, but like that would have been it. I can't remember. Mom, I'll have Mom. to go revisit that tweet. That tweet thread <laughs> when I live tweeted it. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I was the only one in the theater. Dude, what a great awesome experience. Great. I say, what an awesome. Absolutely recommend it. Just go watch an insane A twenty four movie with no one else around. Get yourself go to like a twenty one and over. Get yourself a drink and like some popcorn and just live tweet away. <laughs> Dude, when we saw Lighthouse, there was like seven people, and we were three of the seven. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun too. That was fun. That's probably the weirdest A twenty four movie I've seen. Well, yeah, you that or Minari. No, we <laughs> should we should take an episode to like dissect the A twenty four catalog and rank at them, or at least talk about our favorites. Or I don't think I've seen enough. Well, we can change that, Luke. That's a lot of movies. I'll watch Lady Bird. That one's been on my list forever. Let me know when you do. Okay. I need to watch that movie. Um, all right. Oh, did you have any others? Did you have another one? Mm-mm. That was your okay. Okay. Uh, well, then we can move over to our kind of main topic. It's gonna be brief. We didn't go watch a, a new film to review this week, uh, so we'll just kind of talk a little bit. Expendables really wasn't speaking to us. This for week. some reason, Expendables. You know, I unfortunately, I don't think that. it made. It didn't make uh, four million at the box office. Expend four bulls. <laughs> I, I seriously like. I feel drunk saying that. Like, Expend four bulls. Expend four bulls. What? Um, something we did watch though is the Continental first episode. So we this did. is a Peacock ori- Peacock original. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're NBC or Peacock or whatever. So it's a Peacock original. Oh. They are. It's a three episode. Bad. Limited series. Mm-hmm. We think each episode is going to be... About an hour and a half. Hour, hour and a half. Somewhere in there. The first one was like a solid hour and a half. Um, this is a spinoff of the John Wick franchise. Mm-hmm. Takes place think... in the 70s mm-hmm. and follows a young Winston who is... Uh, in the John Wick movies, he owns a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Not a spoiler. <laughs> That's yeah. revealed so early in the first movie. The show's official title is The Continental from the World of John Wick. Ugh, what a terrible title. Um, That's like the Pennyworth show. <laughs> Pennyworth, the story of the Batman and <laughs> the butler. butler or whatever. <laughs> like, it's the same kind of, same energy. Wow. Um, well, what did you guys think about the first episode? I think Luke's going to say the same thing I'm about to say. It's fine. It's it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's fun. <laughs> it, there was some good action in it. There was also some not so good, not action. so good action in it. Yep. Um, I, f- I feel like every aspect it has in it, like story wise, filmmaking wise, is like it does it really well at one point, but it also does it not well. Like, I had this... said it during the show when we were watching. Yeah. It. I was like, I feel like we have two different. Like staffs running different parts of the show. I kind of like to me. You said that, and I was like, "This kind of feels like it was done by like three or four different directors." It just feels like there's one moment where you're like, "Ooh!" Like the beginning of this, the big stairwell fight scene. Yeah, like, you're that just like, "Oh like my gosh!" This is John Wick, movies. right? I'm like, mm-hmm. "Okay, yeah, more John." I even, I think I even said it. I was like, "Man, I just really like John Wick stuff. Yeah, it's yep. just awesome action." Yep. And then, like, and then, like ten minutes later, I'm like, "Oh no!" But oh, like, oh, even oh. compared to the last action sequence, which is like editing nightmare oh yeah that was like uh we have zero dollars left for this scene it was it reminded me of what was the disney plus show um moon knight which oh. is like we're not gonna show you the action sequence but you know what at least in moon knight it was like a 
thing of mystery. It's like, well, it's part of oh, we switching yeah. identities. What happened? Yeah. You can gather what happened, but this was just like, we're going to cut away. We're back. We're going to cut away. <laughs> we're back. Yeah, that <laughs> was like, so weird. Just cutting to black for a couple seconds for no reasons. Well, and, and then like weird. the end of the episode with what happens, and I don't think we're spoiling anything No, here. we won't spoil um, anything. But like, you would think that character would have gone out in a little bit more of a cool way than There's, what yeah, she did. And yeah. it's like, yeah, we just really couldn't squeeze in another action scene or make an action scene that was worthy of this moment, so we're just going to kind of end it. It also <laughs> frustrates me, like, that is supposed to be the, the thing that, like, at the beginning of the first John Wick, that, like, catapults this character into their... It's their character motivation, right? Like, it yeah. catapults them into doing what they're going to do in the second and third act and just with the whole situation and how it all pans out like it was like okay like the it kind of feels like the the debt has been paid and the like should anyone be really yeah upset about this nope. in a way that would cause mass chaos and justify two more episodes i don't think so Winston's got to get the hotel, man. Maybe that's my. Maybe that's a hot take. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's weird that that's the a. I think that character is one of the more interesting characters. Very much so. Um, and B. We don't. Do we ever see it get switched out? No. No. Okay, that's right. Because no. you were like, I was not expecting that. Uh huh. That, that to me was like a, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that's the thing, right? So who's got it? You assume it's Winston, but I don't know. That was just weird to me. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I thought there would be something different happening there. Well, I don't think Winston probably might not even know. Know where it is. Maybe right. Yin. Um, Maybe it's a race our, to the Yin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's a race to the bottom and then for that thing. We need a reason for Mel Gibson to come after Winston now. Correct. Correct. And Winston has a reason to fight him because yeah. order the hit on his brother or whatever. But uh, I, I will say, <laughs> I will Slice say though, I love the the weight of what is stolen. Yeah, because like at first I didn't realize like what he stole. I don't know if I missed them say it, but then when they like say, "Hey, it's this thing," I was like, "Oh yeah, that is definitely something that could change everything mm-hmm. in this universe," especially after you watch John Wick two. And you realize kind of what those mean and all that, but it's like, oh boy, mm-hmm. okay, that's cool. Like I think that's a cool um, guffin, yeah, thing for everybody to chase. Is at least it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I for the most part, I think I like Winston. I like that character. Um, I think unfortunately, Frankie is so much more interesting at the yes. beginning, and. We get that really awesome fight scene, and then we just cut to Winston being Winston. It, like, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting juxtaposition. Um, but by the end of episode one, I was like, okay, like I think I'll be interested in seeing where this goes. Yeah, um, and I mean, it's him. only the nice thing is it's only three episodes, right? So it's not yeah. like it's this giant investment um, of your time, but. You you know you're gonna get enough action scenes that it's you'll you'll find some enjoyment in it. Yeah. If action's your cup of tea, right? Mm-hmm. I think if 
you know, if I were to recommend this to people, I think if you like John Wick, you'll you'll like this um, to an extent. I think what we were kind of talking about after, but what Brett had said, I think, was just talking about the pacing mm-hmm. of the John Wick movies versus the pacing of this show. And I do think that's probably its biggest detriment. Yeah. It's just it doesn't move as quickly. <laughs> um, and, like, with a show, you should stretch it out. Like, yeah. you should... You sh- you should fill that time with you know character meat, things that are interesting, things that are interesting that are driving these characters that are, um you know you're not just moving to the next scene to move to the next scene, uh, and other than a couple scenes specifically the like the introduction scenes, maybe like when we meet Yen I think is good, um there's some scenes in the Continental that I think are good. They're, you know, slower paced, but I think they're they're well acted. Um and appropriate weight is given there. Like for the most part, like a lot of the stuff with like the 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 dealers and like that safe house they kinda go to. I just with where they get Maria, um, I just didn't think any of that was that fulfilling. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a good use of an hour and a half of my time. Mm-hmm. Like th- I think this could have been cut down to an hour and gotten what we got. We would have still got what we need. Mm-hmm. I uh, I really like the bit. Was Maria the cop? The car. The car. Oh, Isn't it okay. Maria? Yeah, the car. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, the cop lady. Yeah. When she goes into the Continental. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was great scene. Fantastic. Good scene. It was. Re- good scene. It was so cool to see somebody react. To the world of John Wick mm-hmm. that doesn't know what's going on. Because, I mean, like, in the John Wick movies, they're running through clubs just headshotting each other. <laughs> and people are just like... <laughs> cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. What? <laughs> what was that? Like, that's crazy. Oh, he's got an axe. We're dancing. And, like, to see her go in there and just be like, I'm in a lot of trouble. But they also, like... Have their no violence rule, so they're not gonna do anything. Yeah. Um, I guess unless she does something, but um, I I think her character in the show is an interesting ringer because normally everybody knows what's going on in the yeah. world of John Wick. Yep. And he doesn't, so I'm excited for her part in this story. Agreed. Yeah, and that to to touch on that scene too, the tension built through. Like just, she, she just, just buying sees, a drink, yeah, was just so cool. And, and I was like, the this dude is sees good. the cash and he's like, oh, you, "Well, I love <laughs> like you don't know what's going." on. I love the way that scene is kind of shot and edited because, like, you can see everybody in the background, like they're all out of focus, but they're also reacting to the moment, and then mm-hmm. it, like it'll cut around to each of them, and you're like, "This is cool." Mm-hmm. This is like that. Give me like a goofy short film thing of people going in there and making stupid mistakes in the continental because i love the just the response of that world yeah That's i mean cool. he's like i'd like a room we're full <laughs> like oh she's seeing everybody with guns she's like oh, it's not good <laughs> and a little a little bit deep, of a pickle deep water here yeah i think i'll uh leave yeah that, that was probably my favorite scene honestly in that it was scene. good good I like the the opening stairwell fight a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. It felt very akin to John Wick. Yeah. So agreed. Long haired protagonist <laughs> doing things and just doming yeah. people, <laughs> throwing stuff. 
Yeah, I love always great in the John Wick franchise when the clip empties and he's like, oh, throw the gun. The gun. <laughs> Absolute best. Some of my favorite moments. Yep. But no, all in all, you know, I, I'm curious about next week, the next episode. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's. I think you guys are a little more me. curious than me. I think unless it, like the you timing seen works John out. Before yet, though. Oh, and then, like unless the, like because I don't have Peacock, right? And so like I'm not, I can't just sit Most down and don't. watch this. So they did lose three billion dollars. Just want to remind you, the only reason I had it was because they had a deal where it was one ninety nine for the year. I'm just like a month. But my for the point year. being, my point Crazy. being, that's why they lost so much money. My point being is, like, unless it just works out that on the right evening I can go over to Luke's place and watch it. Won't be Sunday night this week. It probably, no, it won't. Chiefs are playing, baby. Let's go. <sighs> like, there's a good chance I won't see episode two for a while. I'll just record it and it didn't grab, on Snapchat. It didn't grab. <laughs> just, Please send, like, the first ten minutes through Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just make a new TikTok account and then do the little like part one. And then just part green two. screen oh, myself part on three. it. Just... <laughs> just you watching it or randomly be like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Somebody gets domed. Nice. Don't do the full don't do don't do like the full screen thing. Like make it like the vertical video and you're like following the action. <laughs> you're in, you're basically the cameraman. You're the cameraman. Yeah. Yeah. You're shooting the movie through the movie. So it's so not meta. it's not a show that I'm like Oh man, I think people are gonna want to get Peacock because of this, no. or try it out even. No, it's 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 fine, and it is what it is. But I, don't, I think for a lot of people, it's, it probably won't be worth it. I think my biggest hope for this show, look, like looking ahead, mm-hmm. is that it is a valuable piece of like the John Wick sure. universe, right? Yeah. Like, I don't need it to be amazing, but I want it to add to that universe in a way. That is positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that would be my biggest hope. A Sharon in there too, which is cool. Yeah. I was not expecting that for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just was not... A young Lance Reddick? Yeah, just kind of... R.E.B. Like, oh. man. Too soon. Yeah. But. Okay. Cool, cool. The cool, Continental. Cool. That's our impressions. We will jump over to the writer strike and talk about some news. We'll start with the writer strike and we can go into some other news stories. But deal, kick us uh, off. During our watch of the Continental, <laughs> Luke, <laughs> Luke looked down. I I looked down and I kind of saw it and I was like, I don't know if I want to talk about it in the middle of the episode. It was big news. Uh, Luke would just, like five minutes later just blurt it out. What the writer strike's over. <laughs> <laughs> tentative agreement. So yeah, there's a uh, there's a tentative agreement. That uh, the kind of writer union leaders and the AMPTPSDGWXYZ Corporation uh, came to basically an agreement that said we think PEDs we think we are happy with this both sides are happy quote unquote with this um, and it makes really meaningful. Uh, Gains? Gains? Is that the word they were using? The phrasing for what the what the writers' union wanted, mm-hmm. uh, specifically in terms of residuals and and in terms of AI. Um, but we don't know those details, and we won't know those details until kind of they hammer out all of the lawyer speak, and it goes out to the 
um, the union members to vote on. So they could be a thing where if the union members look at it and say, ah, there's a few too many concessions here. We don't approve it. We'll keep striking. They do the old Joe Pesci. <laughs> and technically, so technically, position? the strike is still on, but I think they've let up on picketing. picketing. Yeah, they, they recommended, when I was reading it just a little bit ago, they recommended that they go join the SAG yeah. pickets. Yeah. Um, rather than picket for the Writers Guild. Yep. So... Definitely still going to be some picketing, but writers will not be picketing for writers. They'll be picketing mm-hmm. for screen actors. Well, I think that's one of the really cool, I guess cool is the right word, unique things about unions is, and especially in Hollywood, because there's so much uh, collaboration and, um, you know, like we're in this together. Like, yep. you don't often see in the competitive industry world, like groups of workers necessarily, like supporting other workers, right? It's kind of like a, I'll get mine, this is a capitalist system, and, you know, everyone else can eat shit. Dog eat dog. But, like, with the union structure, there's a sense of, like, I don't know, camaraderie um, between, at least in Hollywood, between know those unions so that's it's been it's been neat to watch already and it's and it's uh nice to see that that just because there's a potential deal there for the writers doesn't mean that they're necessarily just you know we're going back to work like nothing mm-hmm. you get know. your lunch pails right right it's no like okay but the actors deserve theirs too mm-hmm. where's their piece of the pie mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I was I was really nervous. It was gonna last a really long time. Um, so I'm glad that it's seems at least to be coming to an end. Yeah, and I feel like with the WGA's ag- agreeing, SAG will be pretty close behind. I think so. It'll be quick. Yeah, I think so. Because they, they, I mean, they might just be like. Okay, we've got to agree. We've got to make a fair deal for this. We gave it to the writers. Now here's screen actors. Like, welcome back to movie making. But like, I mean, it might be um, at least months. under a month. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be. I mean, how long does it? Did they give a timetable just on the final document? I think made? the final draft of the writer stuff will be this week. I think okay. they said tentatively the vote would be tomorrow. Oh, the vote would be tomorrow. Something like that. Is oh, wow. Okay. Said, so, um, yeah. So by by the next time we record, there could be like a approved deal. And we'll read it word for word right here. And I think they said week. that it was for three years. Mm-hmm. So I did see that. So they'll have another conversation in three years about um, negotiations again. And look, at the, the pace that technology is moving right now, that's seems quick, but it's actually an eternity. So it says, immediately after those leadership votes, which are tentatively scheduled for Tuesday if the language is settled, we will provide a comprehensive summary of the deal points in the memorandum agreement. So the leadership is voting tomorrow, assuming language is intact. Yep. Um, so then it would go out for everyone to read, and then there would probably and then be a, there would be a little later. Vote. I mean, they'll, they'll give them yeah. a couple of days to probably process through process and make through sure it. everything looks good. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, so it looks like the leadership of WGA will... Assuming it's ready, vote tomorrow. Yeah. Tuesday the 26th. 
So, and then they'll need a ratification vote, it says. Yep. Now I'm just excited, too, to hear all these projects. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, okay. So, so if that authorization is approved, once the memorandum is whatever, they, it would need a ratification vote by the membership. If that authorization is approved, the board and council would also vote on whether to lift the restraining order and in the strike pending ratification. This would allow writers to return to work during the ratification vote. Okay. So while it's still in the process of being lifted and everything, they could still return to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will probably, I mean, assuming everything goes as planned, probably see it in the next month, I would assume. Yeah. So that's nice. <laughs> Hopefully. Just, man, there's just Hopefully so many, it goes smoothly. Like, so many thing. projects that I just like. I've been waiting to hear stuff on. Mm-hmm. And some of it will probably still wait for the actors strike to end as well. Yeah. But like I'm just like thinking I mean Superman legacy and Last of Us season two. Just I just want to hear the creators talk about it again. Yeah. I honestly just want to see people promote their films. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel I I didn't realize how much I missed that until we've kind of been going through it where like a movie comes out to almost zero fanfare. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing. Like, mm-hmm. you, you don't even hear about it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's irritating. Yeah. Because well, part of what's Im- cool is, like, hearing the behind-the-scenes stories as they're leading up to the release of their film. They're like, we can't wait for you guys to see it. And that does build, like, you see the box office dip is probably huge right now. It is. It's hot. Um, <laughs> but, like, they, they build in hype like that that I think is mm-hmm. so necessary to this whole process so i think that's a great reminder when you know as as sag is negotiating how valuable press is you know they are to the process post you know post they're done on the job right yeah. like just be now yes background actors we're not talking about them but like your stars do carry do carry power and if your stars are getting behind the fact that hey no, all of our members need to have a livable wage and need to be able to, you know, make enough to have health care and things like this. Like, that's the the power of a union is that now, because you're not meeting those, you know, kind of bare minimums, okay, your top actors aren't promoting their films and they're getting no buzz and no press and they're doing horrible. Do we see Dune move back to November? <laughs> Oh, I hope not. Surely not. I think we're at that like critical point though, where it stuff has been shut down long enough that at the end of the day, like producers and the companies, the studios are getting nervous about. You know, you can only write off and and dust things under the rug for so long before it comes for your job, right? Like. When you're a billion dollar company, you've got to keep those receipts to a certain degree. I don't, you know, we've we've talked about how much is how much of movie making is laundering. Yes, <laughs> probably more than we think, but but it keeps the shareholders happy. Only one person has the receipts. <laughs> yeah, the rest are burned and <laughs> deleted. So yeah, no, it's it's. Uh, I'm I'm glad that the writers strike is hopefully coming to an end dude heck the emmys have been delayed for like oh my gosh four yeah i have an emmy prediction will it happen i in... might not <laughs> will it happen in 2023 my prediction was the last of us wins best drama i i mean 
it got nominated. Yeah, I was gonna say you made that it's prediction like, so far back, like it's hard to even remember that. Right. Yeah, like that's that I, actually looks really good right now. Assuming the Emmys happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Will it actually happen? I think it will. Because otherwise, next year's Emmys are going to be a yikes. <laughs> they're going to be like two months apart. Unless they just move the Emmys to late winter, early spring, like where the Oscars are. Yeah. Just do it as a normal year. Gosh, it's, Emmys are so annoying. <laughs> June through May? Are you kidding me? You know how hard that is to keep track of? Too too hard apparently for Luke. Um, all right, let's move on to some other news. What else we got? Uh, this is probably my favorite news story of the week. Uh, Martin Scorsese says we need to save cinema from franchise culture. Uh, he's famously stated some years ago that uh, superhero movies aren't cinema, right? And what he said. Something along those lines. Something along those lines. And now it's we need to save it from franchise culture. He specifically said Marvel movies. Yeah. But we know what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know what older. you meant. Um, I think he even said Marvel movies are film are film theme park rides. Mm, They're not cinema. Yeah. Yeah, and that then, was his previous quote. Yeah. And then everybody got in the Brits by it. Like, even James Gunn was like, bro, this is cinema, what are you talking about? <laughs> but, yeah, this is kind of just continuing that. It's the mentality. I, I mean, I think... He, honestly, There I is some expansion on it, and I kind of love what he talks yeah, about. Yeah, go he, give us he some He talked more. about how studios are no longer... All studios want is franchise IPs. They're afraid to find a creator with a voice. It's kind of paraphrasing what he said. Yeah. And, you know... I think you would find that more people agree with him than not. Um, yeah. And, and I, I'm, you know, sounds like we all agree with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I think, you know, everybody's going to take the headline of saving cinema from sure. franchise films, right? And they're going to twist it to say, Scorsese thinks they should not make superhero movies anymore. And I don't think that's what he's saying at all. I think he's just saying that we need more people willing to take chances on creators. Mm-hmm. Scorsese, I've got good news. Nobody's going to see him. <laughs> so you kind of are winning and like we're seeing i think i think we're starting to see that people are tired of it it's being just thrown at you constantly just like 300 million blockbuster 300 million blockbuster 300 million dollar blockbusters see like two of them right for most people we go see them yeah but like I think we're going to see, not yet, eventually, studios will catch on, and I I do think you could see the resurgence of more, like, mid-budget, creator-driven films, like we have the creator coming out next week. Yeah. Like, That's if this that, week, if, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, this, this weekend. This weekend. Let's go. Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Like, if that does well, it's... It's it's great for cinema. I was gonna say I think or, I don't it, think like movie fans probably don't realize how badly we need this movie to do well. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, I'm not I don't, I don't know, know, I don't know, know what, it's, also, what it's tracking yeah, at, but <laughs> what is does well? Right. Well, right like, now nothing's doing well, so yeah. to be fair. Like I think what gives us what gives me hope are studios like A twenty four. 
mm-hmm. like Blumhouse, pretty much anytime they announce something, we're like, ooh, like at least they get our attention. Whereas when we hear the next Marvel project, we're like, okay, we'll see. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do you guys know the budget for the creator? I think it's like 80 40, some? 50. It's 80. It's 80, okay. yeah. yeah. Less than 100. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah. So no even thing. if it, you know, it just needs a little legs. Yeah. I think I think it, it's it's I think opening it's in a good, good reviews, week on a good weekend but... for it though. Like, it's got some space between things, and the the thing will be: does it have enough kind of press behind it to get people out to it? I um, think the other problem too is a lot of those mid budget movies aren't releasing in theaters now. They're going to streamers. Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's so, the new one on Hulu. It what is it? It lives inside filthy. of us. No, what is it called? Filthy Mike Evans. Or what it's called? Which one? The new one on Hulu. Uh, it's a horror film. You probably won't. Have. Never have I ever. Something like that. Uh, it will never leave you. I. I think you're thinking of the one we saw. The no one will save you. Oh. Is getting like it's getting like rave reviews right now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the like, alien one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Why did this not come out in theaters?" Like even like Prey, because like this. Like, is, why is that? Like, not this is a in this is a fantastic one for this time of year. Yeah, it's like a somewhat especially with the alien stuff in the news right now. Right, like come it's on, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, honestly, I feel like indie movies is a good place for streamers. Is people will be like, hey, the cool little film, maybe I'll check it out. And then you can release it less widely, like in more other places. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like those mid budget movies need to come out in theaters. Yeah. It can't be it can't be just blockbusters. And most blockbusters now are superhero movies. Yeah. I think what people need to start realizing I don't know if they're getting this yet or not. Consumers, at least. With the prices that streamers are charging now, you're <laughs> you're paying for a movie. You know, if you're going to the theater, you're paying for a ticket a month, you know, per mm-hmm. subscription, at least, if not two tickets. Now they're going to start throwing ads in there, which... Yeah, if you go to your local theater, you're going to see some ads before your movie. Um, and some of the streamers have done a better job of, than others about where they place ads. But sometimes it's just like, boop, right in the middle of a scene. <laughs> Here's an ad. Like, that's garbage, and you shouldn't. And the main villain is revealed as Whopper, 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 <laughs> Whopper. Ugh. That's not what happened, but it's going to probably sometime. I, I Honestly, it'll be I would interesting. Laugh and then be pissed off about that. <laughs> I think at the end of the year In here, I'll do another uh, another streaming wars? streaming wars update. Is the map coming did back. You, did the you map see... needs to come back, and I think I'll I think I'll be ready to make some predictions. Did you see that uh, IGN today was like reviewing each streaming service? They do that every year. Yeah, I just I, like I just think it's apt timing. It's almost yeah. like a state of the game each year they do for or streamer state of the each, state of the industry they're like how is hbo doing mm, seven out of ten how they're almost all seven out of ten now yeah. disney plus got an eight. Oh, and i was like Whoa, they crap. must be using the one with no ads 
how does it get an eight? They have like no original content. Not Marvel, bro. It's not original. <laughs> got Star Wars, bro. It's IP. Yeah, Star Wars. Not original. <laughs> <laughs> what was the The Little Mermaid? They had ABC. It was the Michelle Yeoh show, wasn't it? Oh, uh. Shoot, what was it called? You Oh, American Born Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so you I watched like, like at least the first one. There, there's one. One. It's a graphic novel. Ugh. Well, <laughs> it's not Marvel or... Yes. It is? No, no, no. I'm, I'm oh, agreeing with it's you. It's not yeah. Marvel or Star Wars, so, yeah. like, at least it's a little more original. But, like, what were we even talking about? <laughs> Streamers, man. Streamers, man. Uh, Baroque over in the chat says some sports slash movie news this weekend at Talladega NASCAR drivers Ryan Pierce and Chase Briscoe will be running the Cal Naughton Jr. and Ricky Bobby livery liveries liveries from Talladega Nights Uh, I don't know what that means but that's because I've never watched a a minute of NASCAR in my life. I do love. Are uh, they the going to be of Ricky Bar- Bobby? Is, Does that they, mean they're going to be like they're going to be those characters? Wasn't it like a Wonder Bread car or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, are they going to be in the Wonder Bread maybe car? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, some little cross promotion there, I guess. Uh, one thing I will like, I was pretty pumped about this week was that at least AMC. I don't know if Regal's doing it. Um, are re-releasing some like. The, or, Ma- the Matrix is in theaters right now, too? Well, they're doing a Get lot of those out. re-releases, right? And so they're like, X was coming back to theaters. I was like, oh, I haven't watched X. And I Tyler keeps saying I need to. Maybe I'll go see it in theaters. They're going to be driving the, uh, yeah, those cars. Those cars, yeah. okay. So the Old Spice cars. and the Wonder Red car. Yeah. I love it. I know that Back to the Future is coming to theaters in October, so. Or maybe it was November. I don't remember. But like... The Witch was one. It's a movie that I love. I know. I know. I overhyped The Witch. No, you, I love that movie. I thought you said. I no. know. I know you like it. I didn't. I thought you. Maybe I hate. No, I like you. It a lot. He hates it. Okay. I haven't seen it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like got this we're gonna made up thing we're gonna head. take it. We're gonna take you to it then. But you like, think I would have gone and seen The Lighthouse if I hadn't seen The Witch and liked it? Maybe. I no. went and saw it and hadn't seen The Witch. <laughs> yeah, I I liked. We've talked about Eggers before. I can't believe you didn't I know. think I like this movie. No, I Bacon thought you... and Eggers? I, Black Phillip's my boy. In my head, I think I thought you thought it was overrated. No, okay. definitely not. Well, then it's same team. No, <gasps> not same team. You can't make accusations like that yeah. and just get away with it. You don't get it. to point fingers and then say, oh, It was not even that same much team. of an accusation. Oh, my gosh. Same team, Luke. That's what I'm talking about. I did nothing. So. You instigated, and I love that. <laughs> Keep uh, keep an eye out on your local theaters and to see if there's some of those re-releases that you may be um, interested in seeing. Because like I didn't see The Witch in theaters, and I think it would be dope Either. to get yeah. back there. The Vivitch. The Vivitch and see it again. Son of a Vivitch. I always try to recommend that movie to people, and they're like, yeah, I don't know about that. And I'm like, no, you should watch it. It's actually good. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, okay. Good movie. Good movie. Good freaking movie. What else? What other news we got? I got a couple things. Well, punch me in the face with that news, baby. Um, so, fresh off the announcement that the writer strike was apparently coming to an end, kind of. Um, Greg Daniels is Ugh. attached to an Office reboot. 
Oh uh, yeah. Uh, this like I'm not a huge Office fan. I watch it with Dana every now and again. Dana loves it, and I, I told her about it, and her immediate response is like, "They have no business doing this. This is this is dumb." Um, and I'd say I have to agree. I think this is stupid. It's way too soon. Yeah, like people are. People have been asking for just like a reunion. Yeah, continuation like a special or something. But to reboot it, it's like, no man, it's it's not gonna work. Pick your Michael Scott if you had to pick. This one is now. this is Michael B. Jordan. Michael <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> uh, or Lakeith Stanfield, Emily okay. Blunt. Just Here's Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. I like that a lot. Make it British. <laughs> just so make it, it like make the it original. Bridge again. <laughs> so make it like the original. <laughs> just remake the original show. Same cast. I, I for whatever Gervais reason, back. for whatever reason, I was like trying to think of it, and I couldn't get off of Jason Bateman. Okay. Well, I thought it would be super weird and different, but Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> I think this. No, is, the real answer is Tom Holland. This but... is emblematic of the exact same thing we just talked about with yeah. Scorsese, though, right? Yeah. Like. It is a, hey, what is our most valuable commodity? What's our most valuable content? What's our most valuable piece of IP? How can we make more money off of that? Peacock's like, we lost how much? How many billions? Let's do The Office again. Should have should have kept should have kept licensing that out to Netflix. That would have paid their little piggy bank. I feel like they still could. Forever. They definitely Just still could. They the have to, well, they have to pay themselves for it, right? Like, that's the rules with streaming is when you license to, to yourself, you still have to pay for it. So, like, yeah. instead of getting a billion dollars, they're paying a billion dollars. Like, it... Woof. Woof. It just financially it makes zero sense to me Maybe when you have a streamer a like Peacock. <laughs> if you had HBO Max, if you were Netflix, I get it. You have a big enough base that you're like that's a solid investment in your own thing, piece yeah. of app or whatever. But when, I'm sorry, when you're Peacock, you don't have the firepower to go swinging around your junk like that. Sorry. Maybe they'll uh, tax. Really maybe they'll tax of write off there. the original office, deleting it from everywhere online, and then people will have to watch the reboot. <laughs> what a horrible idea! I just put inside their heads. Hey, how we, dare you? We have the physicals on the office, so I think we'd be okay. It would be. I think people would actually riot. Probably. Can we get back to like more physical media though? Like for real? Where's my midnight mass? Where's my Blu-ray of Midnight Mass? You know, I am really thankful a lot of the time that I have Hill House on Blu-ray with the commentaries. Like, I'm glad I got that before it disappeared from the world. Right? Absolutely. Uh, I got got two more stories. Luke, I don't know if you want to go with one. Uh, Go ahead and do yours, and then I'll do mine. One of mine is on yours, too. Keep going. Uh, Cal Kestis actor Cameron Monaghan says, Jedi 3 is in process. Um, Thank you for saying this after what's-his-name left. I mean, nobody was really worried that it wasn't, but it's nice to know. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. I uh, still haven't beat Survivor, but it's kind of a foregone conclusion. I think Survivor sold really well. Just, just like Fallen Order did. So. Fantastic game. Yeah, I think he also said like it's a 
very big undertaking. Like, there's like, also it's some going to be even bigger than when the second one. There's also some like huge rumors flying around with him showing up in something soon. Ahsoka. Like Ahsoka. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but listen. All I'm gonna say is there's a lot of Zepha looking things in that show. Yeah, there sure are. He's showing up. <laughs> hey man, whatever works. Um, and then I have my last thing. Uh, you want me to keep going? Okay. Division three was announced. Um, <laughs> you want me to announce this news? Well, I took you the care Star- so much. <laughs> I took the Star Wars. Thing. <laughs> I don't freaking care. Um, announced with no fanfare in a blog post, and I will clap my hands for that. It's perfect. It's perfect. This it is really how games should be announced. This is how games should be announced. Don't give us a trailer like Elder Scrolls Six um, seven years before you've even started development. Just this like is to so say, stupid. we're uh, making the thing. Yeah, Thank you it for was. Coming. Like, the announcement literally goes, the Division 3 is officially in pre-production. Julian Garrity will be appointed EP of the Division brand after he finishes his work on Star Wars Outlaw. Um, He's assembling his team for the Division 3. And I was like, well done. I like it. That's the way you announce something. And then Julian Garrity put out a little statement in a blog post on the Ubisoft website, and that was the end of it. Um, So... As the Division Three Division person here, this is super exciting for me. I um, was kind of hoping this would happen. I think the Division is kind of one of those franchises that has a lot of meat on the bone still. It's I think Destiny Killer. It's definitely not the Destiny Killer. Um, <laughs> I think Destiny is the Destiny Killer. At the end of the day, you're right. <laughs> no, the will. dude who's been DDoSing Bungie is the Destiny <laughs> Killer. Um, but no, I'm really excited for this. I. I I'm very curious to see where the setting is. I think that's something that's so interesting about this franchise, where they could decide to take it. Yep. Um, I did have a prediction on this year uh, that the Division Three would be announced, um, as well as set in the Pacific Northwest. I do not believe we will get a setting announcement this year. No. Considering that there are nowhere. You probably won't hear it again about this game for a year. I would say probably two or three years. Yeah. Like, because he's got to finish Outlaw. And then, do you do you want to update on the scores, Brett? I would love an update on. I the guess scores. I get one point from this prediction right now. Yep. So I'll start with my score because I have the lowest. Um, I have zero. I'm crushing it. Um, big, big time in it. Yeah. And I only have two that could possibly even come true. Still, one of those is a game of the year prediction, and one was. Last of Us, which I said earlier. Mm-hmm. I think technically all three of mine could still come true that I have remaining. You're freaking nut. You're insane. Um, Brett, you have one point. Do I not have two? Maybe. I don't know. Which you one a- do you have for me? 65. Has Yeah, I have that one, but I also have Avatar 4 and 5 are officially greenlit. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. Um, Tyler's over here sitting with... Eight points is what I have marked down. <laughs> so it's over. It's like, Tyler won. Um, yeah, not, not possible to be Tyler at this I point. Just, here, let me run through them real quick. I had, number one, Amazon Luna will officially shut down. That has not actually happened yet, but still could happen. Uh, Starfield will be delayed again to Q3 2023, which obviously happened right after the year started. Yep. Um, David Cornsweet will be casted as Superman. That happened. Um, 
TMNT Mutant Mayhem will be the first fresh Ninja Turtles movie ever <laughs> with a critic score greater than 75%. That happened. Uh, I Looking back on this one, I kind of feel bad about it. But <laughs> Barbie will make more at the global box office than Black Adam, greater than $450 million. Um, that is like the biggest layup ever. Yeah. Uh, I don't... At the time, it wasn't a layup. At the time, layup. it wasn't. No, no but... Still, just but we feels... weren't expecting the cultural phenomenon that was Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer, right, right. right. Exactly. Um, An Xbox first-party game will win Game of the Year. Starfield, that's still possible. Possible. Um, Xbox's acquisition of Activision Blizzard will officially be called off. Still possible. Highly but unlikely. unlikely no, point. it just got approved in the UK. They're, they're doing it. They're still going technically in. Technically possible. Isn't it still in the in the FTC doing a second wave on this thing right now? I, I think it's there was think, a bunch of stuff. That I think came they out. appealed to do it a second time and it got denied. It got denied. Yeah. Okay. It, it it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's happen. gonna happen. Yeah, I, happen. I think that one's the least likely of the ones I have remaining. Um, and then the Division Three will be announced set in the Pacific Northwest, which that one felt like a huge far cry when I when I wrote it down. Um, I actually think I had a Division Three prediction every year since Division Two came out. Um, so it's kind of nice that one came came to be. But uh, yeah, looking looking good. Yeah, congrats, Tyler. You get to. I feel like you have to follow up a year like this one with just the most outlandish predictions you can think of, right? Yeah, like I don't want to. So. I'm gonna get crazy next year. It's pretty fun. Yeah, no, just it, it really things. is. It really is. I gotta yeah. think of some. My movies. prediction is that Nolan makes a movie with Tom Cruise on the moon. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> <laughs> that felt like to me you had a dartboard, and you're. It felt like the the Evan dude. Oh, on uh, Instagram, who makes the the Mad Libs? Yeah, Mad Libs movies. <laughs> We're gonna make a Fast and Furious movie. Like, that's what that felt like. That, that's exactly what that felt like. I legit wrote that down, too. That movie he's making in space, I, what if they're like, hey, we're just going to send you to the moon, we're just going to have you walk on it, it's going to be real? No one's going to direct that movie. Oh my gosh. Don't tease me like this, Luke. Yeah. Don't give me hope. Here, you'll be, it'll Kubrick be a double prediction. from the afterlife to direct the Tom Cruise on the moon movie. <laughs> no. The, the It's a double prediction. No one makes a movie with Tom Cruise... On the moon. On the moon. On there the moon. you go. There we go. Your, your second point is I'm, on the moon. I'm locking that in. <laughs> just, just you wait. When it, January 31st comes around next year, you're going to be like, what the heck's the Luke's dumb prediction this year? <laughs> no one makes the movie Tom Cruise on the moon. I love it. Oh, I love it. Right next to my Waterworld reboot. <laughs> Directed by Christopher <laughs> Nolan. At this point, what isn't Christopher Nolan doing? Ooh, that was another thing about those Scorsese thing that was kind of funny. He was like, we need people to go watch movies by cinema directors. Like, Christopher Nolan, notoriously famous for directing three <laughs> Batman movies. An entire trilogy. Like, I, I understand the pick, too. Like, he's... Him, Scorsese, and Villeneuve are, like, the cinema directors that are just like, I'm gonna go see their movie. Right. He probably doesn't even know that he's done Batman <laughs> movies. So we'll let it slide. Honestly, he'd probably like them. Because you know what? They're gangster movies. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're great. They're great. Trying to take down the mob. Love it. All right. Well, we've got... Did you have any more news? No. I actually just remembered something. It was we were talking about the Xbox buying Blizzard or whatever. Yeah. Did you guys see the thing where Jim Ryan was like... And it's like, you know what? 
we we don't think there's just it's not worth it to buy Activision Blizzard because uh, we just won't get that much out of it, and that's why we're we're a lot more comfortable buying Bungie. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're like we we didn't think it was worth it, and we know for like the, the email pa- leaks or whatever, or is this like he st- he actually? I think he said it. Oh boy, I didn't, <laughs> but like. It's just so ironic because for the past two years, you've been fighting tooth and nail to keep Microsoft from, from buying, buying them. them. Yeah. It's like, so is it a good investment or is it not? <laughs> Why are you so... It was... Jim Ryan's a weird guy. He, he really is. He really Maybe is. Maybe that just comes with being a giant CEO of a company. You're it's, a little weird. It's possible. Yeah, he point. even had the email thing where like he was emailing internally at Sony and he was like, Yeah, they really won't, you know, make too much if they buy Activision. Like we'll be fine without Call of Duty. And then Microsoft did it and they were like, Oh, oh we can't well, lose Call actually. of Duty. Because they referred to Call of Duty as their baby in Don't some take of those emails. Call of Duty. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Like he refers to Call of Duty as his baby. Like so it's so weird. That all comes about at the same time as like right, so the day after we recorded last week, oh, there yeah, was the the, all thing. the Xbox leaks because oh, somebody yeah. accidentally submitted it to the the court case incorrectly. Someone needs to learn how to submit things to the courts. This <laughs> happened to PlayStation last time, though. Yeah, yeah. So it's Xbox's turn to screw it up. Yeah. It's okay. PlayStation will get hacked again. So kind of outlined there at at one point. I don't. Again, we don't know exactly how uh, relevant these plans still are, but the kind of the the future planning of you know what does the future the next five six years of xbox look like including like new consoles coming i think it was 20 like 2028 um was like kind of next gen hardware stuff but a plan for like a reboot of the the current hardware get a little bit of an upgrade you know here's here's our ideal you know product layout from all you need is a controller because you can stream with um the apps on the tv x cloud on the tv cloud you know this is kind of the budget version of gaming here's our you know maybe ideal average gamer and then here's like our kind of our Mm high-end stuff for our high-end gamers the ones who are our whales who are gonna you know who want to buy the nice things and play at the 8ks and the 120 frames per second and, and whatnot they also mentioned like more dedicated xbox mouse and keyboard yep mm-hmm. which i think would be so cool especially if games would get behind it and be like yeah you can use it now yeah there, there's i'd be so down to try yeah because there's a decent bit of them now that'll allow you to do it which yeah. i think is cool wow. like bungie you can't use it in destiny you do it, i think you can call it duty you can yeah uh, a couple other shooters are cool yeah. with it yeah but but like even like with starfield it would be so nice I've been getting Variety really, management. Oh my really God. frustrated with the shooting in that game this week as I snipe somebody, my crosshair directly over their head, and it goes. Yeah, upgrade that <laughs> sniper <laughs> skill, sir. <laughs> Trying to be sneaky. <laughs> um, they did have a handheld too. They did have. Yeah, it was the was the last thing I was going to mention was that there was mention of a handheld. Um, the Xbox Connect, which. <laughs> Will that ever look? I think some of this stuff is like what Bill Spencer said in like a tweet afterwards. Like it's a lot of plans, things that get talked about that aren't necessarily like until it's made public. 
don't count on it being a thing, right? Like, so these are things that they are maybe hoping for, building towards, expecting, but it certainly doesn't guarantee that any of that is happening. Yeah. Um, but I think I had a cup last year. Oh no, last year I think I had that. Uh, Microsoft would like kind of like partner up with Nintendo on like the Switch type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting Game Pass on the Switch. Yeah, but that that obviously didn't happen. Um, so I think there is there's room in the Xbox lineup for a kind of handheld. I think they have to do better than what PlayStation is doing with their well, Project think, Q or whatever. I think the issue now. with and I don't want to say it's an issue because that's not the right word, but. I think where Xbox fits into the market is it's not what Sony's doing. Yes. Yeah. It's the Steam Deck. Yeah. Because you can't run Game Pass natively on the Steam Deck. You have to run it through a browser. They get their handheld. They run things through Game Pass on the handheld. Voila. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a handheld that has cartridges. I think this is all xCloud related yeah. material. Yeah. Um, which I think is cool. Like I, yeah. Like, I, I have friends and i won't say their names for uh protecting them from any things but that will play games on their phones at work through game pass and i'm like dude that's so cool yeah so cool um risky (laughs) being able to do that with a handheld would be so nice and convenient versus having to use your phone, phone right yeah that probably is gonna die in 10 minutes and it's just so cool. Well, your phone's doing so many other things. If you can have a dedicated right piece of hardware with a bit of a larger battery and yep, you know, and hardware built to do just that exactly, <laughs> exactly, yep. So no, it's cool, man. It is. It it's, is. Uh, it's exciting. Um, we had one question come in for the fan box. Uh, Nick Game Lord Master in the chat. Uh, his question is: When will Travis Kelsey get an entire album after the breakup? Oh will or, yeah. Oh will he get a entire album or just a single song? Ooh, I so think it depends prediction. on how well it goes. It's probably fair. And how long it goes. Yeah. If they date for like three years and then break up, it's then maybe. Yeah. If they just if see like each other point. for a month and it's like you know what maybe not. Zero songs. Yeah, I feel like the dynamic with him is just so different than if they the get other married, guys he, she's dated. If they get married and then s- split, stay married. <laughs> or not. She's yeah, going to yeah. re-release Red, Travis's version. He's <laughs> a <laughs> chief. He's a chief? Not 1989? You love it, Tyler. Look. He's 87. So. Oh, he's I'm 87. super happy for Chiefs fans and all their new... <laughs> cultists that have joined in the fold <laughs> i like you know, we've been used to like bandwagon fans for a while because like oh we're the we're a fun team to watch and you win but this is it's like different it feels different we're getting yeah. fans that don't care about football <laughs> i'm not turning them away but like come on board let's go let's see where this ship takes us dude like, i'll ride this rocket ship to the moon and if it crashes somewhere in between, I don't Then care. Tom Cruise will save us. <laughs> Dude, it's just so strange. Directed by Christopher Nolan. The only thing I don't... Here, I'll be the football nerd. Football fanboy here. The only thing I don't like about all of it is, like, Andy Reid getting questions about a game where their offense played absolutely phenomenal, and he's talking about Taylor Swift. And Mahomes is talking about if he's met her or not. And it's like, guys, 
It won't happen. I don't think it'll happen again. I hope not. It's the, it's the first time. Andy Reid's joke was pretty funny though. Andy Reid's joke was. <laughs> I say I'm hilarious. Yeah, that was good. But, but like Mahomes being like, "Oh, I haven't met her yet. Maybe you know if they, you know, maybe I'll get to meet her." And it's like, "What are we doing? You just scored 41 points, man." Like, yeah. Well, let's talk about what you were doing out there because that was really impressive. Yeah. Don't care if you meet her or not because it does not impact my life in the slightest <laughs> bit. So what are we doing? Maybe it will butterfly effect, man. But for for the national media outlets right now, man, they are just foaming at the mouth. This is the story to be on because you're gonna get so many clicks. I mean, she's a deal who's a bigger menace swifties or k-pop fans oh boy i honestly think swifties are more of a minute i look I k-pop fans agree. have used their power for some good what did they do i don't i can't remember exactly but i just remember like oh wow like that was cool i could be entirely wrong i don't know yeah i don't, I don't know i don't follow k-pop enough but I think that's the thing. I'm not in the, the mix on the K-pop thing, so I don't really know. So I'll say Swifties are a bigger menace. Here, but I'll, I'll but say... ultimately, the Snyder cult <laughs> is the worst. So That's what I was going to bring up. Now that the Swifties are joining the Chiefs' kingdom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're probably going to get a lot, lot clearer view of what the Swift cult is like. That's we can start point. comparing and contrasting to the Snyder cult. That's an, yeah, 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 yeah. Tyler is more into baby metal. Yes. Absolutely. Baby metal's awesome. Yeah, no, I just... I don't know, man. It's gonna be weird. I texted you guys, I was like, the people that are asking, are the Chiefs gonna have a Taylor <laughs> Swift curse? Then we won my lot. Yeah. Gotta win the whole thing, though. I'm just saying, um, Mahomes broke the Madden curse. He broke the... True. Did he MVP break, curse. Did he break the Drake curse though? That's the real one. Um, when did Drake become a fan? No, no, no. Anybody Drake bets on loses. It's like a thing. Like Who if he bets Drake... on like a UFC fighter. They when lose. did Drake bet? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he ever did. If it was ever if, publicly if, stated, if he be- bet on the Chiefs for the Super Bowl. Then I guess he broke that one too. Mm, yeah. I think he we'll actually. We'll never bet. know. Yes. Apparently yeah. the answer is yes. To what? He bet 700000 on the Chiefs to win outright last year. That's more money than I'll ever see in my life. He netted right? $777,000. <laughs> and he bet a million on them to win the AFC Championship game. So, yes, he uh, they have broken the Drake curse, so they're probably going to be just fine. I don't think, yeah, I don't think at this point we're really worried about curses They're, they're curse-proof. Yeah. But are they, have they, are they... Curse proof, curse proof, curse proof, curse proof. Can they break that curse of being allegedly curse proof? That's a good. That's a good point, man. Is it too meta? Maybe. Maybe just, I just buzzed enough that okay, I can't process. This it. is honestly the funniest. <laughs> like I can't like wrap my head around what what's happening. I think the honestly the funniest part about even the whole Twaler Swift stuff. Has been the NFL announced Usher as the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared <laughs> because everybody's talking about Taylor yeah. Swift was at a Chiefs game. They like put out a mini movie to announce it too, and I didn't see it till today. The one, the one thing that I've watched that I loved the most is a. Uh, okay, I can't say that. There's been, there's been a couple, but like the. 
the Tim Robinson or Tim yeah Tim Robinson like wait wait let me go first let me go first I'm doing a thing to like the rest of the Chiefs team like trying to score a touchdown in front of Taylor Swift <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for Travis Kelsey yeah wait, wait. dude I saw a guy uh, he he said is Taylor he had tw- he was tweeting and he's like is Taylor Swift at the Chiefs game and somebody responded yes. And he posted a picture that he had bet like all Travis Kelsey overs immediately, like but all all on the over. Did um, he get them all? Uh, I know he got the touchdown. I got a Travis Kelsey touchdown bet. He had some good yardage. He had sixty nine yards. Oh, perfect! <laughs> right on. The That's number. perfect. Right on the money. Yeah. I feel like that should be the line. Yeah, I had a, for every. I had a parlay going for the bet. Chiefs game yesterday. It was a Pacheco Kelsey touchdown parlay, and they both scored him. So. I know the running like ten bucks. We're having a lot of sports talk here, but I know the running backs were. I think it was McKinnon was like, we wanted to get a running back hat trick. Yeah, they did. They got four. Oh wow! (laughs) McKinnon had two. Yeah, oh guys, I say who scored two? Um, Yeah, because I saw it was McKinnon scored, and I was like, cool, cool. And then Alaire scored, and I was like, gosh dang it, Pacheco's not scoring. (laughs) And then Pacheco scored, and I was like, okay, yeah. And I wasn't worried about Kelsey. I was well, I shouldn't say that. I was worried because they were up by so much, and I was like. I don't know if he's actually going to score. I feel like they not. put him in just to score that touchdown. Yeah, and then like, <laughs> the next time, the next play, they are out. Yeah. Like, they didn't go back out there after that they touchdown. They had to get him his touchdown in front of Taylor, man. Respected. Absolutely. He had to put on a show at Arrowhead for him. <laughs> I think this is, a, this is a nice transition into what we did this week. Obviously, we watched a lot of football. We watched Taylor Swift watch it. We watched Taylor Swift. I, watch I turned the, the audio off on the Chiefs game and watched the Seahawks Panthers game instead. Dude, at I was some, eating it. At up. some point we it was funny cuz Stephanie and I were both like they're not even talking about the Chiefs. Like they're not talking about the game anymore. I mean, nope. you can only talk about how bad the Bears are so much in that oh, game. Oh yeah, I guess that's true for Chiefs fans. How did you guys enjoy watching Justin Fields suck at football? He's horrible. He's allergic, I, he's allergic to throwing the football. Listen, like, it's seriously a thing. Listen, I know you're like the football guy, so you can probably tell more, but I can't tell how bad he is because there's nothing good about that team. So I honestly don't know if he's oh, that man. bad. He's awful. You want to know a crazy stat? Let me give you a crazy stat. Guess what quarterback has the most time with the ball on a drop back? Is it it's Justin, Justin Fields? Fields? The, Chief, the, Bear, the Bears offense. I feel like line. that was kind of a leading question. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Strike it from the record. Objection. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Lawyers. Justin Fields is the most, I guess you could say, well-protected quarterback in the NFL. He's horrible. And it's because he, he doesn't want to throw it. I think he's a, I, I don't think he knows the place. Or he doesn't know how to throw it. Hot, but like, hot take, I don't know if Justin Fields knows where he's supposed to look. Nor I just, do I think the Bears I feel like they doing. don't have good coaches. No, they don't. Did you hear about None the defensive of their... coordinator this week? Yeah. Gone. Um, uh, yeah, we'll talk about he, after the show. He, re- he resigned. Ah. For some pretty wild reasons. But, like, ah. I th- I'm watching their offense, not just Fields, and it feels like they don't care. No, not at all. Which is worse than being bad. Yes. Um, Their defense was playing the Chiefs, so it's impossible to tell. <laughs> um, But, yeah. Their defense isn't good. There's nothing good about that team. So how many points will the Dolphins put on <laughs> hundred. <laughs> I don't know. My favorite thing is Triple like people digits. were like the Dolphins were respectable, didn't kick the field goal to tie they the put up or score points. the point. Well, here's the thing: they went for it on fourth down. They're up by fifty six. <laughs> <laughs> 
or they had 56 points and they went for it on fourth down. It's like, what? Why? And then they threw If they the, kicked the field goal, they'd have scored the most points in NFL Their backup threw oh, like wow. a 68-yard touchdown or something. It's like, That's so if, awesome. if you... If you weren't running up the score, you would just be running it every time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was the other thing. They did get uh, robbed of $100,000 worth of their field equipment. What? Yeah, someone broke into their stadium and stole $100,000. Wait, worth the of Bears or the... The Bears. Oh, no. Um, and then Lepke said Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State quarterbacks. Um, fun fact. C.J. Stroud is the first Ohio State quarterback in history. To throw for over 300 yards. He did it in his second game in the NFL. Wasn't Joe Burrow at Ohio State he before he went to LSU? Yeah, he lost Good job, job, Joe Burrow. You left Ohio State. He lost the job <laughs> to uh, Dwayne Haskins. Oh. Yeah. That's why he transferred out. Or part of why he transferred Who out. Who was the other guy on that team? Their team was stacked. Justin Fields. No, not Justin Fields. Sorry, he was at Georgia. He transferred It was Dwayne, somebody, and then Joe. Yeah, it was... Uh, JT Barrett, Dwayne Haskins, Joe Burrow. And JT Barrett got hurt. JT Barrett never made it really to the NFL. Well, he did, but he didn't ever play. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. This was uh, hey. Yeah. I can, I can just continue this sports nope. talk because nope. I watched a nope. sports show. Oh, well, so we yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't actually talk about what we did, so this is probably good. I finished Winning Time. Yes. Um, on HBO, it's the story about the Showtime Lakers uh, with Magic and also the Boston Celtics when they had Larry Bird. Um, found out last week, the season two finale was actually the series finale. Oh. Um, and they definitely knew that going in. Yeah. Oh, okay. There is, this is what happened with the Lakers and the Celtics and Magic and Larry at the end. Like mm-hmm. the, the words on the screen. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Went on to win. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so I'm glad they at least knew that. And it's they not just like. Up, yeah. Because in the season that they were doing, they lose. Spoilers. History. Um, the, <laughs> I was going to say, do we have to spoiler tag history? Or? Larry Bird and the Celtics won that, that year. And like it's like can't just end it there like this is a show about the lakers and, yeah. and kind of celtics but like i'm glad they at least knew they're like this isn't coming back that show was so awesome though um i hope it wasn't because the budget just got so overinflated because of licensing rights even and people in that show the cast is stacked um look it's warner brothers it could be the greatest thing on earth and they would just cancel it. That's true. Tax write-off, baby. Um, but all the leads are fantastic. Seeing uh, Jason Siegel play a not-funny character was awesome. He plays an unhinged coach who just, when he starts to lose the Lakers to um, Pat Riley, you just see him come undone. He's so good. Adrian Brody is Pat Riley, and he's freaking what awesome. What a great casting choice. Um, yeah. J- Jillian Jacobs is his wife. She's in the show for like five minutes. Huh. Um, oh, what's the dude? He's in the second Planet of the Apes movie. He's the main guy. Yes. He plays Jerry West. Oh my gosh, I know who you're talking about. Um, I don't even have to see his face to know who you're talking about. 
where is it? Where's 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 Jason, Jason Clark. Clark? Jason yep. Clark, so yeah. good. And then I don't remember all the names of the players, but the dude who like plays Cream and Magic. They all returned, right? Same same guys from same season guys, one. Yeah, yep. they're awesome. And the dude who plays Larry Bird, just the direction around Larry Bird is awesome. They turn him into a straight up psychotic villain, <laughs> and it's awesome. There's a in the last episode when they're just going through the finals that they're in they like kind of start to play a little dirty and get physical with the lakers holy crap dude the guy they casted looks like him too fantastic but like that's creepy they see the lakers like start to get frustrated and larry looks at the camera and he's like we won and just like the way he said it i was just like oh that's so awesome it's a fantastic show it's two seasons i think season two is better or i guess i liked it more the first season has a lot of sex and nudity um wasn't it more focused on magic magic and um the oh shoot a bus who owns the lakers oh it's the dude from talladega knights john c riley yeah john c riley who's also fantastic yeah um yeah him in dramatic roles let's get more of those he's really good so good yeah um but just fantastic show um, it really is a shame that it was canceled. I really enjoyed watching that every week. I always look forward to the next episode, but it's unfortunate. Mm. Uh, the other big thing that I watched, and I think Brett watched, you're not watching because you're a ding dong. Uh, <laughs> I am watching. I you're just, a busy old. You're behind. a busy he's old just, ding dong. He's just behind. Just a couple episodes. Just behind. ditch your family on Tuesday it's evening. No. Um, is Ahsoka? Dana is going to be gone tomorrow. Could watch. Whoa. I won't tell her. But you'll find out when you review it on here. Yeah. <laughs> or you can play dumb to it. Oh, I watched it. <laughs> um, but no, Ahsoka, uh, episode six, titled Far, Far Away. Um, dude, I freaking love this show so much. As far as like New Age, Disney era, oh, Star, Star Wars, Wars, I think it's right up there with Andor. And it's um it's so different from Andor too. Yeah, it's like Andor was gritty rebellion, and this is like fantastical force stuff. Yeah, and they're both they're both so good, and I'm loving it. <sighs> it's also just an extension of like Clone Wars and Rebels, which just feels so good. <sighs> I'm just like waiting for tomorrow night now at this point. This episode seven, six, six, six is two more. Yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed this. I don't think I enjoyed it quite as much as Luke. Um, that said, still really good. Um, I think the last episode or five, five was five was the Clone Wars episode. Yeah, six yeah. is the Rebels episode. Yeah, I don't know. Six had some characters return. There are a. The, the most interesting parts of the show are the stuff that's new, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think all of the stuff with the um, with Balin and Shin are it's my it's the most interesting mm-hmm. force user stuff has ever been mm-hmm. in in a long time, and I. Really enjoyed. I'm trying not to say anything that would spoil this week's episode. The I, villain. I really enjoyed the villain, 
reveal in this episode and the villain's posse. <laughs> um, yeah. What they did with that was excellent. Thank, it, thank you for just casting him. Oh, I'll yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <sighs> um, but yeah, I do think that it it is maybe still a little too... It's maybe still a little too tied up in Rebels. Um... But I, but because I've seen it, like I, it doesn't really rub me the wrong way. I just think that it, like Stephanie's kind of lost interest. There's just a little too much of that in there for her. For, get for, her to watch Rebels, great show. For her to be like asking me every, you know, other episode, every episode. Okay, so now how do the does this person tie back around into this? And it's like, okay, well, this, this, and this. Um, at the end of the day, it is like what Luke said. I think it is one of the better. Disney era Star Wars productions shows, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stories that they've to- that they that they've been telling. It feels so focused. It does, which I think is another great thing about Andor. Is like, here's a story we're telling. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like Mandalorian was like started off kind of like that. And I'm wondering if season these... three was just like, what would do it? These middle three episodes. And I'm wondering if it's just these middle three episodes because they're kind of just disjointed with each episode is very focused on mm-hmm. one of the two parties. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of t- following two different storylines. They're in parallel, but they're not together. And they're they're giving 90%, uh, if not 100% of an episode to one of those storylines. And it kind of feels like, okay, I missed seeing... X, Y, and Z this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if that's it more than anything else for me. Yeah. And and, I and do, that will be, obviously would be resolved for the, you know, final two episodes. I do think Can, it's kind of funny that like in episode five, you spend a lot of time with Ahsoka mm-hmm. because Sabine is traveling. Yeah. And then the next episode, you're with Sabine and everybody else because Ahsoka's traveling. traveling. <laughs> They're just a little bit behind. <laughs> Yeah, but no, like Luke said, it's excellent. I'm really, really enjoying it. And comparatively, like with how I talked about the Continental, like I am every week looking forward to seeing this. Mm -hmm. And it's something that, you know, if you were a fan of Star Wars, I would expect that you, you know, would probably at least... Weekly uh, put the statue out. Yeah, put the the statue out, It's the best Star Wars character. (laughs) You need one with her, uh, with her white saber. We need a supercut of Luke doing that exact moment each week. <laughs> Be perfect. Yes, her white sabers are her, the best sabers she has. Game Lord over in the chat just says Space Jesus. I think I understand what he's talking Gandalf the about. White. It's very similar to how what happens with Gandalf. Mm. In any case, uh, the one other thing I did this week, or one other thing, I did two other things. I watched, we went, we mentioned it earlier, Crapopolis. It's the new Dan Harmon show over on Fox. Uh, the first two episodes dropped is an animated, <clears throat> geared more towards adult uh, comedy, you know, 20-minute, 30-minute runtime. Another crude one. comedy. Animated crude comedy. It's not as crude as uh, some of what Netflix has put out. It's still made for TV, right? Like it's 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 prime time, but it you know it toes that line of like what can it say, what can it show, um, pretty well. I think it's fine. 
it is like Luke said, it's another one of those. Um, I think Dan Hardman's writing is, or I, it's you know his team of writing. He's a showrunner on this. Um, I think his stuff is always at least fun to dig into. Um, it's kind of set in like Mesopotamia, Greece, early. It's like you the know, first city. It's like the first city, right? Like this, they're yeah. like trying to build civilization. So it's just a ripoff of Year One, the Jack Black movie. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that movie. Oh Never saw it. Uh, it was not good. Um, it was I gathered that not. from the trailer. <laughs> I still watched it. I've You're brave. It. Well, that was back when, like, I was really into those um, scary movie parody films and stuff like that you know late high school early college where you don't have you don't a movie doesn't have to have much taste it just has to entertain well i don't feel bad for and you then i grew up a little bit for putting yourself through that sometimes you have to see the bottom before you can appreciate the mountain top i don't no, know i like the mountains i tried to they're, i just tried they're to make pretty a cool bad metaphor there anyways uh, <laughs> look this is one that I will probably not be like watching regularly. It's on Hulu and it may autoplay and I may let it autoplay, but it's not one that I'll be like going back to like I am currently with the new season of Futurama and being like, okay, I'm I'm excited to see what this new episode is. Um it's it's very formulaic and it does what it does. Uh the other thing I watched this week was Elemental. Finally, I know that's not a new movie, but it is out on Disney Plus now. Um, this was not what I ex- was expecting it to be. Uh, this is this is a pleasant little um, immigrant story um, about fire, the element of fire, and that family moving to a place where fire doesn't really, you know, belong, or like the 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 city the. <laughs> They moved uh, to the, the water area. The Zootopia city, right? The Zootopia-esque city um, wasn't built with fire in mind. And so they're kind of always looked at as other and outcast. And um, the relationship that um, Ember and Wade, 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 Ember and Wade um, build throughout the film is, is quite nice. Um, it's pretty fun to watch for the most part. I think it's animated pretty well it's i mean look it's pixar right like it's got a a certain level of quality there um i don't think it hits quite as hard as some of pixar's other films in terms of the emotional gut punches that they like to pull on you um (coughs) that said i think it's still pretty approachable and like a dagger i think it's you know for being more or less an original storyline i would take this over you know and this is a bad example but like disney's lightyear or i guess for pixar's like cars 3 or toy story 5 like i would take this over those oh yeah toy story 5 is happening yeah so um scorsese's pissed oh yeah it's, for sure he's gonna be picketing disney pixar tired of toy story are you gonna join him this is probably for me. Sure. I think this movie falls at like a, like a low fanboy worthy, maybe a high Matthew McConaughey. Um, 
like I said, it doesn't really do anything to reinvent the wheel. Um, but it is, but it is fun, and I think that kind of immigrant story is one that hasn't been told by Pixar, at least recently. Um, it kind of had like a, uh, like a, what's the one with the mouse? It's a Disney movie. The Ratatouille. Mouse, the mouse that comes to America. Stuart Little. No, Fifle. <laughs> goes west. Fifle goes west. It kind of had that kind of a vibe. Oh baby! I was still on Disney Pixar, so I wouldn't yeah. straight her at it too. <laughs> so I I liked it. I think it's one that you could Stuart watch Little's with. Stuart Little's a freaking freeloader. <laughs> well, with so your kids, kids, and and they will um, enjoy it for you know for what it is. It's not quite it's not quite as deep as something like Inside Out, but um, it still has that same kind of vibe. So nice. Oh. I I uh oh no. Go. Nope, I was just saying. At the end of the day, it's it's mostly a recommend. Yeah, for me. Good. Um, I got invited. My the only thing I'll add that we haven't already talked about. I was invited by some coworkers uh, to check out Payday Three with Ooh. them over the weekend. Uh, that came to Game Pass if you're a Game Pass subscriber. Um, and this is a game where basically you are on a team. You go in, do a variety of different heists. There's armored vehicles. There's banks. There's art museums. There's all these things. I've only done two of the heists. Uh, the servers are literally like deconstructed at this point. They're oh, trying no. to build new ones. Um, but I was able to get into a few heists over the weekend. Um, it was more fun than I expected. Um, it's a it's a simple game. I mean, you're given a a gun and a skill set, and you have to go in and like you hack things or you like search an office to find a key or um, an extra safe. And like some of the mechanics are pretty silly. Like there's one where you have to like do safe cracking. So like you move the dial until like the bar around it starts to shake and then it turns green and you have to wait and leave it there. And then it goes check mark. And then you have to go back the other way. <laughs> and if you accidentally hit the same direction twice, it starts it over because you've broken the combination oh, code. Yeah. 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 Things like that. So there's some pretty cool little mechanics. The gunplay feels fine. Um, it doesn't feel bad, which I thought was surprising. Um, the customization overall is pretty good. You can buy different paint schemes and paint cans and spray things however you want. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think I've played enough of it to give you a recommendation, but I'd say, you know, what I played of it, it it's a game that definitely has potential to be really fun with your friends. Um, so if you have a group of three or four and you want to check it out, I think it'd probably be worth your time once the servers work. Nice. So... Uh, yeah, that's uh, where I'm at. Very cool. It's a good time. Very cool. Have you um, watched any more of my adventures with Superman? I am on episode five. So the last episode I watched was the Ivo stuff. Okay. Really cool. Very different. The show is awesome. Yeah. The is season one over? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, really good. It was awesome to get a Superman animated show again. Yeah. Mm, it was great to get a Superman anime. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I think I was surprised how good Jack Quaid is. He's great. Yeah, he's so the, good. The three leads are, are all, awesome. Yeah, they're all really good. They're so fantastic. Also, like the last four seconds, it ends with a joke, and it's it made me laugh. It was really oh, good. good. With, with Jimmy. It's fantastic. Dude, Jimmy's hilarious yeah. in the whole show. <laughs> Flame Bird. <laughs> Flame Bird is popping off. But yeah, that show is awesome. Nice. 
Nice. All right. I finished. Well, I finished it a long time ago, and I just kept forgetting to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, next week we will be reviewing the creator. Um, you know, we've had a lot of hype on that, so hopefully you'll tune in and listen to our review of that. Uh, go out and watch it. What if it sucks? Support. I mean, look, there's always a chance, right? We can watch fanboys. Um, yeah, but I think I'd love to see the creator do well at the box office and just I would remind that. studios that, you know. Taking a chance is okay. Taking a chance. And look, it's even a pretty measured chance. $80 million is not. Uh, it's a big budget for well it's scary because they have to pay over a percentage point now of to the writers right so. right 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 heaven forbid oh no so but yeah, imagine we'll... paying your employees <laughs> oh my gosh we'll be uh we'll be excited to tell you about that and hopefully you've watched it or if not we'll be able to convince you to go watch it or maybe it'll be a cautionary tale who knows um, real quick over in the chat, Game Lord Master asks, any Starfield updates? I've really slowed down with playing Starfield, but that's mostly because I'm super busy on another thing that uh, we've kept te- teasing for like four weeks now. Um, I promise there will be more information at some point. But I'm still enjoying it. Uh, I've still been playing it. <laughs> um, Same. Yeah, I think, you know... Biggest update, I'm pretty far into the Freestar Rangers thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of talked to you guys about this last night. I did the Red Mile, which yep. was one of the things that um, Bethesda was kind of hyping up. It is kind of hyped up. Yeah, it had some hyped up things behind it. And, I thought uh, I was going to be in my ship during the Red Mile. Oh, really? Yeah. And then it was not that. <laughs> yeah. It got like explained to me, and I was like, oh, this sounds kind of neat. Like, hey, this is cool. I like this. Like. I had even asked the question, like, can I bet on myself? Because I was like, I, I was, was expecting... going to put some credits oh, on myself. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm definitely going to win this thing. And then, like, I started it. And I was like, yeah, I walked through this door, take this elevator down. I was like, all right, cool, yeah, whatever. And then it starts, and you're kind of like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's what this what? is. Did you have your boost packing leveled all the way up? Uh, Yeah, I think so. You could have just flown over everything. Yeah, I flew over most of it. <laughs> I fought everything because I was, I was looking for materials, but and scanning everything too. Yeah, I scanned. I all surveyed that. as much as that place as I yeah. could. Yeah, I was like, I was kind of running around shooting stuff, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, I guess. Um, cool idea, poor execution, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that really annoyed me about it is that you're getting hit by some toxic thing the whole time. Like these little things keep hitting you from really far away. Yeah, they're spitting on you. So annoying. The monsters. I never saw one spit. I just kept getting hit. I think they like throw globs of acid at you or something. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's. I think that's probably the biggest thing. Otherwise, I've kind of just been. I've kind of just been doing everything I encounter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think with Starfield, I do the most outside of just. So you still things they give you. You haven't completed the campaign yet. No. Yeah. Or the main um, quest line. Yeah. I've done all the factions. Mm. I think all the factions are really fun. Um, but for the most part, over the past week, I've been like leveling up and focusing on like crafting. Like I'm trying to make my guns way better. Yeah. I've been doing that by just 
going to a planet and getting resources and going to stores and buying the resources and doing researching and then crafting stuff and trying to level that up and get ex- then I have to then I'll run around and do like free star and vanguard missions just to level up because mm-hmm. you can do those so quick. Yep. Yeah. Um, so like on the mission boards and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I think for me, like I, I, I've been. I don't know. It's hard to explain kind of what I'm doing right now because of the main quest line and like avoiding plus. spoilers and, and things. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like my the way I role played my first time through the main quest is different. And I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, I've just been enjoying my time with it. It's funny I I was telling you guys last night I downloaded Cyberpunk because I think Playing a game like Starfield really makes you want to play more games like it, right? And Cyberpunk is getting its new update, and it looks like it's going to be really good, and it's really going to like kind of clean up a lot of what I view as critiques for me on it. And I downloaded, I made my character, started everything, and then I immediately was like, I just want to play Starfield. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) so I just went back to playing Starfield. So, um, no, man, it's. I guess my update would be I'm still playing it, still loving it. Yeah. Um, Have you I built a, a ship game. yet? Nope. Interesting. Why? Your ship is so much better if you build it. <laughs> I don't know what I can say without spoiling yeah. anything. Because, yeah. It's. I just also think it's funner to use a ship you because there's interest. It's in it. There's there's something you don't know that I know, and there's something you don't know that I know, and I, I can't say. Do anything I get to a, either of you? Do I get a starborn <laughs> ship? I can't say anything to either of you about it. Oh, that's so funny. Gamer Master says I can't finish two of the factions due to bugs. Yeah, uh, Lepke has texted me a few times. Some of the bugs he's getting are kind Pretty of bad. Kind of I've wild. had several game crashes this week that have been very frustrating they rolled an update out today so oh okay maybe check that addressing this, crashes and stuff is this the eat update i don't think so it was it looked like it was stability and crashes and, and that like thing they put out where they're like this is what we're adding soon the thing on there that meant the most to me was the eat button eat button <laughs> Because what a buggy possessed game. Food sucks. Right, it's stupid. It's a waste of <laughs> yeah. space. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. You guys. I okay. I guess there's an end game thing that's like ship building is dumb, but no, no, no not not, not, that. not at all, not at all. Because like my the ship that I have is like just decked out with stuff. Did you did you base yours on an like a ship that you? Got from a quest or found and then like built it out or did my you ship just, is from scratch. I went into I the ship I had was just a stolen pirate ship. Mm-hmm. Registered it. I deleted everything and built my own. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. And it is it's honestly so much fun. And like I was even playing before I came over here and I was like, you know what? It's time to build a bigger and a better one. There was you made I a have, lot of money to do it. There was one I found. I on... have over a million credits. Right, I'm asking for me though, because I don't have over a million credits. It costs two hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll, I should be fine. Um, and if you start with a ship you already have, yeah, you can you can sell those parts, and that yeah, that's a, like a credit towards you. Yeah. So you can also, if it has a 
like a engine that you already want, you can just keep it. Keep it, yeah. But yeah. like, I was using an A engine. It's like I have that. Gotta upgrade up. that. Let's part of the part of the reasons I I haven't built ships is I've been leveling all my ship skills. Yeah. Like so that when I go to build a ship, I'll have access to things. Because mm-hmm. right now, like I hadn't put any points into ships like at all. Yeah. Because I didn't feel the need to. Um, and so like, I just fly what I have and then I will build one when I have a few more things unlocked. Um, kind of the same thing I'm doing with outposts. Like mm. I haven't built an outpost. I just don't, I don't have any points. I'm working on another outpost right now. I had not enough materials. It's very frustrating. <laughs> Found the perfect spot. I was like, let's go. Here we go. Put down my diggers. No power. <laughs> <laughs> So now I'm, my next thing is to f- go to all the nearest stores and buy all the aluminum so I can build some wind turbines, baby. Let's go. Video nice. games. I'm farming. <laughs> I'm farming for space rocks. Your ancestors would be proud. They probably would. I mean, it's, it's you, just tell them, you just tell them that you're farming and they'll be proud. Don't specify that it's in a video I mean, game. They, if, I, if, if they would... Somehow I'm talking to my dead answers. They'd be like, you farming? I'd be like, yeah, I'm farming space rocks. They'd be like, whoa. What? What? Cheese? You're farming cheese? <laughs> oh. But, yeah, I do, I, feel, I do so much stuff that is outside of normal gameplay. Yeah. How far into the I think I have 150 hours in this game. Oh, my gosh. And I think probably 90 of it is actual game play stuff like normal game play. like even, what level are you 43 yeah i'm like level 39 or something because I'm, I'm getting like 35 i'm, yeah. I'm sitting in a menu just going mm, what you, <laughs> i want this one i want this one i want this one or just like going in between planets buying aluminum and tungsten so i can research stuff yeah see and all i've been doing is like trying to up, upgrade my skills and the only way you can do that is by leveling up. So I'm doing missions and missions things and like quests, that. Yeah. yeah, because I'm like... Do you guys like the leveling up? I don't think I'm a big fan of it. I don't think it's bad, but I think it's too slow. I think there could be... there could be you about like having to do challenges? Better ways skills, of or? getting... Just like, there's so many things to unlock. And at some point, they just become necessary. But you have no skill points because it takes so long. Yeah. Like, I feel like... You should you should get a skill point when you finish a major quest, and then it should also have normal leveling up thing. Like if I beat a main storyline quest, skill point. Like if make I beat it a, a main faction quest, mm. skill point. Yeah, because even yeah. then it wouldn't add a ton of skill points. No, yeah. but it would give you just a little buffer. Yeah, yeah. I also was like. <laughs> Is I was playing this one mission. I have seen what he's talking about the mining thing. Have you seen these? So you can get like twenty five hundred XP every five minutes. Oh my gosh! With outpost mining or something like that, and I was like, "What?" I'm too lazy. Luke's the closest closest to that. No, I, haven't, I still haven't built an outpost. Not either. even close. My outposts are extremely lame. My outpost is mainly because if you can put a ship landing thing there, mm-hmm. which so you can so you build can fast ships. travel to it. Oh, oh, so you can build ships at your outpost? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But it gives you all the faction stuff, whereas, like, 
if you're at Hope Tech, it's like, um, here's the Hope Tech stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're in New Atlantis, it's like, here's Deimos and Strickland or whatever. Right. Whereas, like, if I'm at my outpost, it's like, here's everything. Here's everything you've unlocked. <laughs> That's nice. It's pretty cool. But That's very cool. No, I, I was doing this. Have you, have you done the cloning mission? No. Have you found the Planet of Clones? No. Okay, well, it's very interesting. And <laughs> I had to fight an enemy that was 20 levels above me. And I was like, oh, that was kind of hard. And I flew out into space, and there's a ship that's like 50 levels above me. And I'm just like, it's probably going to have to wait. <laughs> I got annihilated. It was very embarrassing. I, I was like the Denver Broncos. <laughs> so I did Denver come catching across, strays in a I come across, I came across a random... Like, I started going to the red planets, like, just because the the main the main story quest does not take you very far outside of, like, just the kind of the small system where you start. Um, and, yeah, I stumbled across just this fleet of, like, 65 rank ships. <laughs> uh, and, like, a little activity mission came up that was, like, destroy the fleet at yada yada yada. I was like... Let's go! Immediately, just instant, instant killed, and I was like, "All right, now that's where you put like, everything." There's my skill check. Here's my, here's my goal. All your points dip in weapons, up in shields, and grab goes all the way up. Man, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, I've just been kind of running around doing what I do. Yeah, I, I'm at this point. I'm probably gonna start focusing on the story mission because, as far as like quests goes, all I have is activities. Oh yeah. I'll probably beat the game and then I'll probably go play Cyberpunk because I'm really excited <laughs> to play oh, that update. Oh, yeah. out today, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So probably in a week or so here. And then you'll slowly migrate back to Starfield. We'll see. Maybe, well, maybe no, not. No, because Spider-Man will be out. We'll see. I don't know what, what's going to happen with Spider-Man because I honestly would rather try Armored Core just mm. to experience it and play Baldur's Gate than play Spider-Man. I have... Things are are higher on the to do list. Yeah. So. Fair. But fair, fair. It's just too many video games. There are a lot yeah, right the, now. The and like, I'm not upset that they're all good, but it kind of makes time your time. schedule a little more busy with all yeah. the things you want to do. Yeah. No. Because like, sure. I want to watch this show. I want to watch. Go watch this movie. I want to play this game that takes 400 hours to beat. It's a wonderful life. Crazy, crazy. It helps that I. Uh, Single though, you have a wife and kids, both of you. So I don't have to deal with that. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. I don't I'm go home. And be, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this that. is devolving. We should just say I don't. For I don't. Watching. I don't get off work and I'm like, Thanks man, I'm really listening. excited to play Starfield. And then my kid's like, Bwah! it's like, well, I guess I'm not playing Starfield. No. I just come home and cry because I'm not playing Starfield yet. <laughs> we should wrap this up. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Tune in next week. We'll review a movie. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>